episode 21. We're in the 20s. Well, I guess we were in the 20s last time, but now we're in the 21s. Okay, Brian, why don't you do the uh, recap for us? Tell us what happened last time. Uh, we have boarded the Reliance on our way to Dragonspire Island. Uh, we did some sightseeing. We did some uh, archery, some hand-to-hand combat. Uh, we did cocktail hour, casino, and somehow uh, Durf ended up in a King Kong costume and <laughs> Tug is in a Reptar costume. Um, I'm assuming that much hilarity will come of that. <laughs> yeah, just I just want everyone to picture this in canon. We have two characters in ridiculous costumes while whatever the hell is going to happen is going to happen. So also... What happens to the King Kong costume if Durf transforms into is he does he become a spider in a King Kong costume? I think uh, definitely I do. I think definitely he does. Yeah, it's gonna be I amazing. I said, at, I said at the beginning of the podcast that his clothes transform with him, so that totally counts for costumes. Can't wait. All right. Here we go. So, yes, that is correct. Carl, you guys are on the Reliance. Um, If you don't remember the end of the last episode, when you finished up Casino Night, you're heading down towards the base of the ship. And Pip saw what he called fireworks. And you saw this red flare coming up from the sky on either side of the ship to the north and to the south. And then you heard the sound of cannon fire. So here we go. Episode 21. As the red flare rises into the night sky, the flames reflect off the sea and black sails of two large ships off either side of Reliance. The echo of cannon fire is followed shortly after by a large kerplunk about 100 feet off the starboard side. At first, the deck falls silent, the deck of your ship, but understanding slowly begins to set in as several small flames flicker on across the decks of the distant ships. The ships turn hard in the direction of the Reliance and the moonlight peeks through the clouds, revealing this symbol on their flags. The passengers aboard Reliance are in an uproar as most frantically race to get below deck. Casino tables are toppled over and fake money is sprawled across the floor. In the chaos, you see Captain Jacob hobble into the captain's quarters on his two wooden legs as Jim barks out to the rest of the crew. All hands! This is not a drill! I repeat, this is not a drill! Tarkin slings his accordion over his back as he leaps to help some of the more feeble passengers down the steps into the hold. You see Sierra frantically searching for Pip before she finds him amidst a herd of people rushing for an exit. She crouches down to tell him something before clutching his forehead for a kiss and rushing him downstairs. Captain Jacob emerges from his quarters dragging a large wooden chest that pops open as he drops it to the ground, revealing a horde of weapons and makeshift armor inside. To arms! Anyone that is able, equip yourself! Several crew members rush to his side and begin distributing the contents to the brave men and women that remain on deck. Sierra pushes her way back up the stairs as the last of the passengers makes their way down. She clutches a long silvery bow and a quiver of arrows that she tosses up to Eleanor. Jim slams a hand along the foremast pillar and cranks and a crank pops out of a wooden slot. He heaves it around and around as three large cannons raise from trap doors, two at the stern and one at the bow. Captain Jacob tosses a ship manual in your direction as he clunks forward with a spyglass. Looks like they wanted more than just a wheel, my boys. Read up. We're not going down without a fight. 
He snaps the spy glass closed as you hear another cannon go off. I'd say there are more than... And everyone make a dex save. My dex save is an eight. Gonna assume that's a hard success. <laughs> uh, Tug's uh, 15. Carl, what's yours? 15. Uh, a cannonball smashes against the rails between you and Captain Jacob before soaring clear across the other side of the ship. Tug and Carl, you guys see this just as it's about to hit and manage to dodge out of the way. Um, Durf, you're gonna take... You're gonna take 10 damage as the cannonball just grazes your side and you get thrown spiraling off to the deck. Um, It also hits Captain Jacob who soars clear across uh, the other side of the ship, just thrown backwards, and he slams his head hard against the mast, and he is unmoving. And I think it's time to roll initiative. Two, or five. I'm going to use luck. (laughs) (laughs) You rolled another one. (laughs) Sixteen. 16 for Tug. Durf, you remember, you have an advantage on initiative rolls. Holy shit, that's good. 18 for Carl. Oh, yeah. If I still go uh, last... 22, 22 is better than 5. <laughs> I will go at 22. <laughs> 22, Durf. 15, 16, Carl? Or 18. 18, Carl. Tug? 15. 15. 16. 16, I'm sorry. It was 16. Okay, 16 for Tug. Okay, one second. Let me write this down. All right, so Durf, you go flying across the ship, but somehow you manage to get back up to your feet, and you're going to go first. So first of all, before we kind of get into this order, um, you read this manual real quick, Tug, and you kind of call out what to do to the others. And I actually, just for for ease of use, I sent you guys um, these naval battle rules, which basically tells you what you can do on the ship. And I'll read these off real quick for those listeners. Essentially, on this ship, there are going to be um, three main roles a character can take, or you can kind of go off on your own and do your own thing. There is the crier, who is the um, guy who kind of inspires the crew. They can do a couple things. They can rally the crew, which means they have to make a check to give advantage on all roles by the crew uh, on the next turn. Or they can look out for a weak spot on an enemy ship. They have to roll another roll, but then the next attack that hits that ship does double damage. Um, the, another another role is the pilot. Obviously, you need to have someone to steer the ship, especially since Captain Jacob is down for the count, and you make a check to steer the ship where you want to go. The speed of the ship is 50 feet, um, and the AC of your ship is going to be equal to 12 plus whoever the pilot's dex modifier is, uh, just to kind of show that you can maneuver around shots and whatnot. That's your dexterity. And the third is the hand. So this is to keep the the ship from sinking. As an action, you can repair. You make a survival check, and you're allowed to add 5d10 HP if you succeed on that check. You gather some of the crew and begin to patch holes or, um, you know, sew up the sails or do something to help gain... uh, Gain HP on the ship. So you guys see these three cannons. You see two at the stern and one on the bow, and they are on swivels. Um, And these have several different shots you can take. So there are big crates near the cannons that hold these giant big cannonballs, and they all do different things. And we'll just come to that um, as as it comes to that, if you guys decide what shots you want to make. Okay, so 
That being said, you know what's all on the ship. You know what to do. There's two ships heading in your direction. They are probably about 500 feet off of the ship. And Durf, you're up first. You said there are two ships? There are two ships. Oh, yes. okay. One to the north and one to the south. And just to, um, just to make this simple as well, you can you can spot, you see like little dots of crew above deck. You, they're way too far out to see that. But you do see on their hulls the names of the ship. And the ship to the north is named Nancy. And the ship to the south is named Sally. Easy enough to remember. Nancy and Sally. Okay. Nancy so north. There, Nancy and Kerrigan, or Nancy <laughs> and Tanya. Or Sally and Jesse Raphael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right, so go ahead, Durf. You are up. We want to do first. I'd just like to point out that the guy that got hit by a cannonball is faster <laughs> than the resident monk. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I've got, so you said we're like 500 feet from the other ships right now? Yeah, yeah, you're heading pretty much right now. The ship was heading southeast and you've got one ship about 500 feet off to the south and it's heading directly for you. The other ship, uh, which is about 500 feet to the north, is kind of parallel to where you guys are headed. So what how does this work with like maneuverability? Like I would like like in a real naval fight, you want to like old timey naval fight. You want to like get alongside them in a way that you can shoot all your cannons at them at once, but they can't shoot back. So how does it yeah. like how does the fact that I'm already faced in one direction like I can't obviously can't like turn all the way around in a giant ship. You know what I mean? Right. Well, so one person is going to have to take the pilot action to turn the That's ship. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you can choose to go whichever direction you want. You can turn as much as you want, but uh in order to do that, you still have to make a check to be able to, you know, steer the wheel. So if you want, and like I said uh, before, and like is on on these rules, you're allowed to move wherever you want on the ship as part of your action. So speed, like your character speed, in this case, doesn't really matter while you're on the chip, ship. Um, you're allowed to move wherever you want. But like I said, those those three roles all take actions to do the different things. So. Right. Um, okay. And so what I was asking about maneuverability, though, is like, so I, the speed of the ship is 50 feet. But if I want to turn 180 degrees... Can I just like yeah. do that in place if I succeed on the roll, or is there like some amount yeah. of space can, that requires no. me to? You know what I mean? No, you can move fifty feet in any direction. So if you choose to steer the ship, you want to turn and then move fifty feet, you can do that. You can turn and stay in place. You can do whatever you want. Okay, like like movement as your character. Just think of the ship as your character if you're this if you're the pilot. Okay, how much HP does the ship have, or do we know that? Yeah, you should know your own HP, the Reliance. You don't know the enemy's ships. 300 on the hull, 150 on the sails, and the rigging up top of the deck. And, and so I'll, I'll keep track of that. But If we use, uh, let's see, hand, do we get to choose, like if we succeed, where the HP yes. goes? Well, you choose before you roll, probably. But yeah, you could do that because mm -hmm. you'll say like, I'm going to go up to the crow's nest and try to like patch some of the sails. Roll. Okay. No, something like that. All right. Durf. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to hop on the. Uh, Durf notices that the captain is out of commish and he's going to hop on the wheel and um, just turn towards the I'll say the ship south of us. 
with right face in that direction. Just got to turn the wheel a little bit and okay. head straight for him. All right, give me a uh, give me a dexterity check, DC eight. Oh, okay, that went under my keyboard. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, yeah. So you and you managed to kind of pull the wheel to the right sideways, and your your ship is heading directly now for the southern ship, directly in um, like a head-on collision course for the southern ship. Carl, you're up. I want to. Oh, I'm going to go run over to Captain Jacob and make sure is Captain Jacob still alive. Give me a medicine check. I yes. rolled a five. You rolled a five. Yeah. Uh, you you can't tell. You put your hand on his chest and like listen for his breath. Um, and all the commotion and everything that's going on and the screaming and the crew like going to their positions. You just can't really tell how he's doing. Um, okay. He's dead. Uh. So that, I still, that could be like a bonus action. Yeah, that's just I'm, a check before you want to do something else. I'm going to uh, run up top out on the deck and just try and ins- inspire everybody and rally everybody together, get everybody on the same page. Okay, what do you say to do this? Everybody, things will be okay. We are here to help. We will take care of you. Just listen to our directions and do what we say. All right, roll a uh, charisma check, DC 10. To add my modifier? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, 11. All right, so the crew all looks at you. That's including Tug and Durf, and they are inspired by your words, and they move a little quicker. They have a little uh, jump in their step, and they are you are all going to get advantage on your rolls up until Carl's next turn. Tug, you're up. Um, Tug sees that the um, the pivoting... Uh, cannon at the bow of the ship is unmanned and he just with glee and scampers to the front uh, reptar tail bobbing behind um, and he he turns back like a child wearing a snowsuit when they turn their head with the hood up it, like the hood doesn't move but their head is kind of covered Um <laughs> He he turns back to everybody with a thumbs up. Don't worry, I got this. And then waddles off in the Reptar costume, hops in the the bow cannon, and... uh, So you see a couple crew members see you doing this and rush to your side to help you kind of load whatever shots you want to fire here. Um, By the way, bow is front, question mark? Bow is the front, stern is the back, yep. And I know that because I just Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm thinking I want to start working on the sails, maybe slow them down so we can outmaneuver them. Um, So I'm yelling at the guys, load up, load up the the chain shot, load up the chain shot. We're taking these sails down. And uh, I line up my first shot. Yeah, the crew members pick up. Uh, these two smaller spheres that are attached by this five foot chain and throw one one sphere in the in the cannon and throw another sphere in the cannon and light that baby up. And you're aiming for which one? Um, Durf, you just turned us around to head towards Sally. Well, we were headed right? southwest yeah. and I turned us south, which, by the way, I didn't actually ask. I noticed the wind actually matters. What what direction yeah. is the wind blowing? Oh, good call. Yeah, the the wind is blowing west. So as long as you don't turn east anyway, you won't be slowed down. Okay. So you're still getting full wind heading south. So if Durf turned the ship to the south, 
I will take aim on Sally. Uh, yeah, so you roll a normal uh, dexterity attack roll. Um, not your stats, you actually roll a plus six. Just a flat plus six. Okay. Uh, 17. Nice. Okay, so that will hit. So, and these two small spheres start spinning from side to side as they explode out of this cannon, and they wrap themselves around uh, one of the masts of the ship, and I want you to roll 3d8 bludgeoning damage. 3D, 3d8. No additions or anything, correct? Right. Um, Actually, I have advantage, right? So I can free roll, like, to try and crit? Yeah, you can try crit. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, didn't work. All right. Uh, that is six. <laughs> six damage on 3d8. A one, a two, and a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You managed to do six damage to these sails. So this chain kind of wraps around the um, the mast, kind of like... Uh, have you ever played ladder golf? Yes. It's like, a like two balls attached to a rope. It kind of just like spins around the mast several times and ties itself to it, uh, not doing too much damage, but sticking to to the mast. Um, okay, it is now Nancy's turn. So Nancy is kind of parallel to you guys. Now that you have turned towards the south, Nancy is going to turn. Uh, Nancy, who's at the north, is going to turn towards the south and just head straight for you. So it doesn't take any shots right now. You're not sure what it's doing, but it is getting closer and closer to you, about 50 feet closer. Sally is going to return fire. Sally's going to return fire on your all's ship, and she's going to roll a, a seven. So you hear another of cannon fire and just a kersplunk as it lands about 50 feet short of your ship. Durf, you're up. So, so we're now 400 feet from the south ship? But it, yeah, so you so you are about 100 feet closer to the ship now because you guys both head in the same direction, head-on collision, of course. Okay, I'm going to then uh, head, keep heading straight towards them. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to make a dex check. You're still in the same kind of direction, just holding the wheel tight, uh, going straight 50 feet. And you can do... And right now, by the way, what's your dex modifier? Plus three. Okay, so the ship's, your ship's AC is 15. Yeah, I should have known that before. Although you rolled a seven, so I didn't think that was going to hit. All right. Um, so you're just holding the wheel, steering strong. You want to rally or do anything while you're doing that since you didn't really make a check? Yeah. Can, can I rally the the wimpy tourists and make them help us? They're kind of down underneath deck. I don't think they'd be able to hear you. They're pretty terrified. Okay. The only people that are above deck are you guys. There's Sierra and Eleanor, um, and they're kind of helping tug and, and manning some of the other cannons. Um, there's Abby, who's up there, just kind of ready for a fight. Tarkin is actually up here as well. He helps all the rest of the the passengers get down below deck, and he is just waiting to be called into action. Interesting. Does our boat have a ram? Um, no. Okay. Anything's a ram if you're if you have courage. <laughs> Not all of this can turn into a sequence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, you know what I'll do actually is, uh, I'll probably fail, but I'm going to try and identify a weak spot. Okay, just because your distance is still super far away, I'm going to make you roll with disadvantage. Okay, so this is... But he has, so does that cancel out? Yeah, so you just roll a normal roll. 
uh, power five. Okay, so you don't see anything. You see the ship coming for you. You can't really identify any any weak spots in its hull or in its sails. Carl, you're up again. Uh, I'm going to keep offering everybody further encouragement, and I just want to rally again until we get a little bit closer. All right, make that charisma check. That's a five. All right. Uh, do you say anything? Uh, I I was getting now that ready you know to, you failed. <laughs> and I, I failed, and it just got caught in my throat. Okay, so you're like a little nervous yourself. Right, not like, sure. For you know, having not a ton of time spent on a boat, so uh, right, a little seasick at the moment. All right, Tug, you're up again. Um, Tug's gonna stick to his game plan. Um loading up, you know, calling for another chain shot to be loaded up and really going to keep working on the uh, mast and sails of Sally, the southern ship. Nice. Okay, roll it again. Thirteen. Uh, that will miss as well. Son of so a you, shit. That will actually miss, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and you are not inspired. So you fire the chain shot, and it just soars just left of the hole, maybe grazing against the wood a tiny bit because you're close to hitting, but it splashes in the water to the left side of the ship without doing any damage. It is Nancy's turn now. Nancy's going to keep heading on this course behind you guys, and you hear this boom from a cannon as a extremely large sphere, cannonball sphere, heads directly for you. And misses. <laughs> so this one actually soars over your ship, just over the center ship in between the masts. And you guys have to duck and it flies directly over and splashes in the water. And as it hits the water, you see this gigantic splash as the cannonball explodes and water flies and soars high up into the air. It's now Sally's turn. Um, Sally is just going to grin and bear straight down on you, approaching you for another 50 feet. All right. This time, Eleanor and Sierra are up on a cannon, um, and Abby is helping them load cannonballs in, and they're going to fire a swivel cannon at your pursuer at Nancy. So they're going to roll a 16, which will hit. So they do 12 damage to the ship's as it collides with the side and you see kind of like bits of wood shatter and fall into the sea doing 12 damage to to nancy to the north and durf you're up again okay so you are now 300 feet from the ship and closing okay from sally when on the cannons on the document you sent us the mm -hmm. the ranges are like a distance slash a longer distance what does that mean um, it means that means basically uh, within 600 feet, you roll normally up to 2400 feet. You would roll with disadvantage and then past that you would you won't be able to hit whatsoever. And the heavy cannons, you have to be sideways to hit because those are closer to Sally, right? You're closer to Sally. Yeah, you're 300 feet from Sally. You're still the Nancy is actually closing. It's it's a little bit faster than you guys because it's smaller. So Nancy's about 400 feet off to your north and heading in your direction. Um, okay. Durf says, let's hit him with the broadside, boys. And then he travels 50 feet forward, but at the last second, he cuts the wheel and Tokyo drifts so that our heavy <laughs> cannons are all facing, or one side of the ship's heavy cannons are facing 
Sally. All right, give me that steering check. Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, you do exactly that. With with great skill, you drift this ship along the sea and face the broadside cannons. And some of the crew hear you say this, and they begin to run down below deck to take the shot. Carl, you're up. Uh, hearing what Durf just said, I sprint to the cannons down below. Okay. Shockingly find them prepared to fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, take aim. Gonna aim for the hole of Sally. Beautiful. 24. That will fucking hit. All of them will hit. There's three cannons here and all three will hit. Uh, I'm going to find a roll thing. Oh, so using a heavy cannon is using all three heavy cannons? On okay. Yes. yes. I think. Otherwise, we can take this ship out in one series of well, shots. That's what I thought. I was like, damn, those are really powerful. We got to get down there. No, it's not 24 <laughs> D10. So I rolled uh, 36 damage. Cool. 36 Remember damage. when I did okay. six? I rolled eight <laughs> D10. I got two ones and a two. Okay, nice. So the side of your ship just bursts with this smoke, just as three giant cannonballs soar and arch over the sea and crash into Sally's hull, leaving giant gashes in its side as you do 32 damage to this thing. Um, It is obviously still floating, but you can hear now as you're closer the yells of pirates. Tug, you're up. Hold on. It was 36 damage. 36 damage. Every point of damage matters. Especially if I'm racking them up six at a time. 36 (laughs) damage. So four more. Okay. All right. And that was on Sally, correct? That was on Sally. Okay. Sally's got a big gaping hole in its hole um, and uh, a little, like, two bald hair tie attached to its uh, front mast. Um, I think since we're in close proximity, I'm actually going to be barking the orders um to load up the heavy shot round shot i'm sorry um and we're just going to try and compound the interest on the hull damage there all right nice straight at the hull got it uh plus six right so 21 that'll hit yep okay and that is uh 17 damage 17 damage. Dope. Okay, so this round shot explodes out of your cannon and buries itself just to the left of Dirk of uh, Carl's last shot and explodes some more splinters of wood as you do as you do 17 more damage to it. Nice. All right. Um, up next is Nancy, who is still in pursuit and is just going to get closer and closer. It's loading up its next shot. Sally is bruised and broken, um, but they are going to fire another cannon at you. Uh, This time it is a canister shot. So as this thing explodes out, I need Tug and Durf. I need you guys to make dexterity checks. I'll use luck. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 14. Okay. Uh, Dirty 20. A dirty 20. All right, so Tug, you dodge out of the way as these musket balls explode out of this cannon as the cannon gets close to your ship and just scatter amongst the ship. Uh, You are able to dodge out of the way. Durf, you're going to take 
16 damage Jesus as Christ. these musket balls just pelt the quarter deck. Um, also on the quarter deck are Sierra and Eleanor and Abby and Tarkin. And I'm just going to make a normal dex check for them. Okay, and they managed to get below deck just underneath the rails that still exist on the ship as these musket balls just bounce off the deck and back into the sea beyond. They're going to pop back up. Eleanor and Sierra are going to pop back up and Abby, and they're going to load another shot and fire it down towards Nancy. This time they're going to load another chain shot and try to take out the sails. And they hit, doing 13 damage to the sails as this chain shot kind of rips through uh, Sally's foremast front mast Durf is up um okay uh, i guess i need to i need to heal myself so i'm going to do a third level cure wounds on myself i don't know how that'll affect the uh heading of the ship uh you got you're still head in the direction of the ship because of the wind. You're not really steer you don't just steer it forward. You just kind of steer it left or right for the most part. Okay. Uh would I do a higher thingamajigger? Uh higher level spell slot. Do I do one D eight or do I do three D eight plus three or basically three D eight plus nine? No, you only add your modifier once okay. at the end. You don't multiply the modifier. 15 plus 4, so I'll heal myself for 19. Okay, nice. That's pretty dope. All right, Carl, you're up. So Durf takes a moment, takes a breather, hands on his knees, takes some deep breaths, and uh, and heals himself up as the ship continues forward. Well, I'm sorry, you're sideways Yeah, still. we're sideways. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to just fire my heavy cannon again and try and deal as much damage to Sally... Uh, while we're in close proximity as possible. Okay. 17. That will hit. All right. Barely hit, but you hit. 46. Damn. Okay, nice. So again, (laughs) from the side of the ship, these cannons explode and arch over the ocean and shred through the front half of this ship. Um, And... Sally begins to slow down. It has taken on a bunch of shots, and it is obviously hindered by the amount of damage it's taken. Kind of looking pretty poor. As you get close, you're you're about 150 feet from the ship now. As it as it um, you're you're about 150 feet from the ship now, and you can see almost see the faces of the pirates as they panic. Tug, you're up. I'm going to I'm going to do another uh round shot on Sally. Try and try and slow it down, put it out of its misery and uh turn this into a one-on-one battle. Okay. An 11. That will miss. Okay, so you turn the swivel cannon towards Sally once again and fire one sh- round shot and it Soars over past the mass as you uh, you overshoot the the ship as it is much closer than it was before. And it's Nancy's turn now, and she is getting closer and closer at your rear and is going to fire another giant large sphere at your ship. Goddamn. And another giant loaded with gunpowder 
gunpowdered sphere flies over your ship and explodes into the sea as water splashes up. She rolled a three the first time and a four this time. So you guys are getting pretty lucky here. Sally is going to try this same drifting maneuver, Durf, as it goes 50 feet forward. So you guys are only 100 feet apart. And it turns to the side and you hear as the cannons at its side explode and balls head directly in your direction. And that is a 16. All right, doing some damage Wait, here. Hang on. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. AC is 12 plus 3, not my actual mm -hmm. armor class. Carl, you see this coming and you immediately yell to the crew to duck as these three cannonballs smash into the hull, the hull directly above your heads. There's luckily enough space between the outside hull and the inner rooms where the passengers are staying, but these things just splinter the side of the ship, leaving a gaping hole doing 53 damage to Jesus the Reliance. Shit. All right, Eleanor and Sierra are now firing another shot at Nancy. This time, they're actually going to load up an incendiary shot, which is an explosion shot. So this whole action is going to this this move is going to take an entire action to load, but they're ready to fire um, on the next on the next turn. Durf, you're up. Okay. So so how close are the two ships now, or where are they? So hundred feet. You guys are side. You guys are both kind of broadside to each other. Firing your heavy cannons about 100 feet from each other. Oh, they're on either side of us? Well, okay, so Nancy, who's at the north, is heading directly for for you. She's still about 350 feet away. However, uh, Sally is turned to her side about 100 feet from you. Okay. Parallel to your ship. Um, let's see. Since I, since I Tokyo drifted last turn, <laughs> I will... Uh, in keeping with the Fast and the Furious theme, I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at the pilot of the other ship and say and yell, "Hey, I used to drag here back in high school." And then I'm gonna try and pull in front of the uh, in front of the other ship and get in front of it, but also well, not entirely in front of it, but kind of diagonally, sort of in front of it, and hopefully uh -huh. within spell range of it now. Okay, yeah, so you can get within 50 feet closer. I guess if you're turning sideways, let's say you're going to be about 80 feet from it after full distance, just because of the Pythagorean theorem and whatnot. So what if I take a super ahead. acute angle and get 60? I guess it's going to move, so we'll we'll be close enough eventually. When you go next, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, so go ahead and roll your uh, steering check first to make sure you can do this. Yeah, uh, 12. Yeah, you can do it. Yep. Is it only a DC-8? So yeah, you turn the ship to its side, um, avoiding the direct fire from its broadside cannons, and you get uh, a little bit closer to it. You're about 80 feet and kind of diagonal to it, the front of its ship. Up next is Carl. So can I still hit Sally with the heavy cannons? Yeah, I think you guys kind of rotated around the ship while still facing your cannons in, in the interior. All right, we're going to stay locked in on Sally and try and sink it. Okay. 19. That will hit. 37. 37 damage. Okay, you don't sink it. However... You you know, another three cannons fire and smash into this hull and it starts to tilt um, as you can see flames from the interior 
burst up onto the deck and you hear the screams of pirates and it is still, it cannot move. It is in place as it just drifts forward slowly. Nancy is up once again and it is going to keep heading in your direction another 50 feet closer. It's only about 200 feet from you and this time it's just firing normal chain shots at your sails. And that will hit with a 20. All right, 18 damage as the chain shot spins and tears through one of the Reliance's sails. It does 18 damage to the ship. At this point, you hear one of the crew members pointing and screaming off to the west as a ship that looks extremely familiar comes up over the horizon not far off. It's gigantic and black, and you can clearly see the sails with the logo of the squids. And you recognize this because you've seen the ship before. It's Andre, Dash, and Mayo's ship. And it's about two times as big as the other ones, maybe three. And it's headed directly for you from the west. Welcome to episode 21. This is Joe, your Dungeon Master. Thanks for joining us. I hope you are enjoying this little naval battle we put together. There's only a couple episodes left in this arc, which means they should be shortly headed back to the Arcane Tower. So if you've got some item ideas or things that you want maybe the guys to have options to buy once they get back to Nero's Fishery Shop... Uh, send us our way. You can email them at thetaverncast at gmail.com or go on to our Reddit or tweet at us or throw them in the Discord somewhere, any way that you can connect with us to kind of give us some ideas. Uh, we would love to have them and you might get those items out on the show. So do that. And yeah, other show notes um, coming up soon on December 6th at 7.30 Eastern. We'll probably go to like 11 or 11.30 Eastern. We are going to do our Christmas-themed one-shot with the winner of the 1,000 Twitter follower giveaway, Allison Lodato. So, or Lodato. So we are super excited about that. We're super excited to hang out with you, Allison. Um, and we will be live on Twitch. So definitely check that out. Go down to twitch.tv slash tavern and, uh, you know, join us. At this point, I want to give a special shout out to our $15 or more Patreon supporters, Jacob Torres, David Ashley Cole, Andre K, James J.C. Aklantz, who wants to give a shout out to Sneak Attack and Dames and Dragons podcasts, Nick Sassy, Mark Albright, Tarkin Davis, Eleanor Fitchett, Sierra Clark, Jim Saunders, Michael Kenitzer, Jason Ford, James Lyon, Ursula Bertea, Chris Sale, John Dalstrom, and Sean Myers. Thank you guys so much for being huge supporters of the show. And if you want to get on this list, go on to patreon.com slash Tavern. All right, that's all from me. Join us for our one shot on December 6th, and we will be with you with a new episode on Monday, December 11th. See you guys later.
you're up. Okay. So am I am I am I close enough now, or am I now? You're eighty feet. Oh yeah, you are. Um, no, the the other ship kind of was still because of the um, heavy cannon shots from Carl. So I'd say maybe it traveled only twenty feet. So you're probably about sixty feet from it. Sixty happens to be just what I need. <laughs> Conjure animal, 60 feet range. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Been planning this out for a while. I'm going to run to the edge of the ship, whichever edge is like pointing. Or is it starboard of us? Uh, let's see, you're in the back of the ship facing south. So it'll be the right side, so the starboard side. Okay, right? so I'm going to yep, run to the starboard it. side of the ship. There's a giant hole in the side of this the ship that's closer to us, right? Right in the front, yep. Okay, I'm going to cast at the hole... Inside their ship, conjure animals and conjure a giant octopus inside the ship <laughs> uh, with instructions to um, fuck up the people controlling the cannons of the ship. OK, so do, do you roll initiative for this octopus? Yeah, so I guess do, do you want it to its base hit points or do you want me to roll 8d10 plus 8? No, just take his base. Just take his normal okay. HP. Okay. So he's got. Let me give him some health here. Plus, my hit dice will be. 50. I'll just go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, ooh, that's not very good. <laughs> Four. Four for initiative. Yeah. Okay. So it's just going to basically go directly before you. Okay. Okay. So it's not going to get it. It's not going to get a turn until the end of the round. But that's that's your turn. Okay. All right, so you summon, <laughs> you point at the hole of this ship. Um, what what does your octopus look like? What what color is it? How big is it actually? Giant octopus. It is large. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it's orange base paint, orange, uh -huh. but it's also one of those octopuses because they have extremely good stealth. So I'm going to say yeah. it uh, can change colors at will, like those gnarly okay. octopuses on Blue Planet. But right now it's orange. Okay, nice. Okay, so I think what this looks like, conjuring by the, uh, just conjuring this animal, I think it explodes out of the sea just in front of the ship instead of just popping out of nowhere. It just explodes out of the sea and latches itself onto the front of the ship and climbs inside, and you start to hear the screams of the men that were working the heavy cannons on the side of the hull. So it hasn't crawled all the way up to the top of the deck yet, but it has kind of fucked with the people that are inside. Uh, Carl, you're up. Uh, seeing the octopus erupt out of the ocean and kind of attacking the people, I'm going to take the opportunity and repair the ship. Okay, nice. Which, the hull or the sails, or how are you doing I'm going this? to repair the hull. Okay. So you gather, since you're down there with the heavy cannons, you gather some of the crew around and start to try to place these splintered uh, planks of wood back up with some hammer and nails and try to shape up the hull, the outside hull again. Natural 20. Oh, yeah, you'll do it. So why don't you roll double that uh, that healing damage since you rolled a crit? 57. 57. Holy shit. The hull is back to full health as you and the crew manage to work together teamwork style and repair this hull back to original, almost original condition. Health wise, it is fully healed, but it, it still looks in rough shape. Okay. Tug, you're up. 
Um, well, having seen that uh, Eleanor and Sierra loaded an incendiary round their last turn or two turns ago and then didn't fire it, Tug is sprinting across uh, across the ship to jump into that uh, cannon spot and fire nice. that at Nancy. Okay, the pursuing. So you kind of push Eleanor out of the seat and fire this cannon. Uh, 19. Okay, that'll hit. Nice. 33. Nice. All right, so you climb into Eleanor and Sierra's cannon and fire this giant large spear that's filled with gunpowder. Um, It's on fire as it soars towards nancy that is in pursuit and explodes on impact and you actually see on the top of the deck several of the pirates just fly off the sides and into the ocean as this thing explodes in the middle of the ship and wood and bodies just kind of fly off on either side as this thing takes 33 damage nice all right so nancy is kind of in bad shape now too after taking this blast but it continues its course and it's going to turn to its side as it is now 200 feet 250 feet ish away from you and drift and fire its heavy cannons towards the right side of your ship or the left side of your ship and it rolls a 16 so that will still hit ac all right, so you hear from the distance as three more cannon shots collide into the opposite side that you are on, Carl, and you just feel the ship jerk forward as the other side is taken with 54 damage. Dang. Yep. Taken with 54 damage and another gaping hole inside the side of Reliance with splintering wood that flies into the ocean. Now, Sally is still, it cannot move anymore, and there's a giant octopus in its hull, but still on the top of the deck, they are going to fire a round shot at Reliance's sails to try to kind of hinder your movement. And that's a natural one. So as they load up this cannon shot, um, it gets stuck in the cannon. These these pirate ships are really like old school. It gets stuck in the cannon, but they go to fire it and the cannon explodes and pirates just go flying off of this. And it actually does some hull damage to them. They take another eight hull damage at the bow as this cannon explodes and some of the decking flies off the ship. And it's looking in really bad shape, this Sally ship. Uh, Wanda is up next, and it's just going to keep approaching from the west. Uh, this thing is still about 500 feet away from you, and it's extremely ominous ominous and large, but it's not firing its cannons. It's just getting closer and closer with each turn. All right, Octopus's turn. Uh, the Octopus is just, like, basically below deck causing havoc. And let me tell you what he does, uh, or what he can do. He's got a tentacle move, which is plus five to hit... 2d6 plus 3 bludgeoning, and it grapples creatures, and they're restrained as long as they're grappled. And he's also got an ink cloud, which it says if he's underwater, but I I thought maybe we could fucking ink these motherfuckers if we wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, you can ink them above water, sure. So there's like four pirates on this uh, lower deck that were once on the heavy cannons, and the octopus just runs forward. Go ahead and roll it. Maybe I'll take out some pirates. That is a 21. Yeah, so I think your tentacles are just flailing around, just beating and battering these pirates around, 
leaving them completely out of commission as you just steamroll over them with your octopus. And you're up. Oh, and I'm up. Hooray! Yeah. So that ship is kind of... I guess it's basically out of commission, right? Because the octopus is fucking up below deck and the uh, on-deck cannon blew up, or it, yeah, did they essentially, also... Essentially, yep. It's pretty much out of commission. Just kind of floating there in the water. The ominous dreadnought, our only remaining threat. And Nancy from the north, who's closing oh, the, in. Nancy, Nancy is still closing in. Yep. Okay. I will... I will uh, how close is it? Do I need to maybe move towards it, or I'll 200, just... 250 feet. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of run down to the bottom and uh, blast the heavy cannons at it. Can I do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus six to hit? Yep, yeah. So you gather some of your crew and head down to the bottom of the deck, screaming that you need to take another shot at this approaching Nancy ship. A ten. Okay, that'll miss. Yeah, so you fire three cannon shots, and they all soar wide as you're still not in the exact perfect position to fire on this ship that's heading straight for you. Um, all right, Dirt, uh, Carl, you're up. I'm going to run up and take the wheel. Turn us east. Okay. And so we're kind of heading away from the ship approaching from the west. So it'll okay. take them longer to nice. catch. All right. All right, so you uh, roll a steer check. Fifteen. Nice. Okay, so you do that. Yeah, you turn the ship towards the east, still pointing the broadside cannons to the left at Nancy as you attempt to retreat away from this encroaching giant black ship. Tug, you're up. Seeing the giant approaching uh, black ship, the cogs in Tug's mind begin to turn. Uh, but his focus for now still remains on Nancy, um, staying in the cannon he's in. He's going to fire a round shot at the hull of that ship, Nancy. Okay. Uh, not natural 20. That'll hit. Or 18 damage. 18 damage, nice. So another cannon shot fires and lands itself in the side of Nancy, crashing into the hull with splintering wood as it does 18 damage. All right, and Nancy actually begins to slow down as well. It's taken enough hull damage that um, it just can't quite get the same kind of speed, either that or the crew has gone down deck to try to repair it and has abandoned its wheel. The ship to the west is going to close in, and it closes in fast. This thing has like five different giant sails. So even though you guys are attempting to an escape at a speed of 50 feet, this thing is still closing in about 300 feet from your ship at this point. Uh, at this point, Eleanor and Sierra, as they've been like taken out of this this cannon, uh, they turn to Jim, and Jim is kind of like inspiring the crew, telling them to do things, go back and forth, fix the ship, run the sails as you guys are steering and taking these shots. Um, and Jim says, Jim says, with me up to the crow's nest, and together they climb up the ladders and get to the crow's nest and to try to start start patching up some of the sails that are there as they climb up to the rigging. So they're going to roll. All right. And they managed to repair the ship for uh, they they repair the sails and the rigging and whatnot for 16. So your sails and rigging are back into full working condition um, as your ship 
you can sense that your ship is picking up a little bit more speed as they patch this stuff up. Octopus's turn. So what it, has he cleared out the bottom of the ship? Or? Yeah, pretty much. He kind of destroyed the pirates at the bottom of the ship and is making his way up to the top. All right. Um, I guess he'll just keep wreaking havoc, right? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, he does. What did I say his attack is? Plus five. 17. Okay, yeah, that'll hit any of the pirates that are up there. So he manages to take out a few of them. Um, there's about a dozen pirates up here at the top of the deck, and you can hear them scream, and you can hear, like, the clang of metal on metal as they try to take this octopus down, but some of them get flown off the ship as these great tentacles kind of pull them in and throw them off towards the sea. Um, so, yeah, that ship is kind of doing its own thing at this point. Derf, you're up. It's your turn now. So your broadside cannons are still facing Nancy, who's approaching from the north. I'll take another shot. Okay. Fuck. Uh, I, I, math. What do, <laughs> what do I have? Plus five to hit? It yep. doesn't matter. Plus six. Seven. Plus six? Uh, nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So another three cannons fire out of the ship and just fall short as they kersplunk into the water directly before... Nancy, Carl. Uh, so seeing the black ship um, approaching the Reliance at a fast speed, Nancy's coming at us from the north. I've tried to maneuver us east, and now I want to uh, turn the ship north and try and position Nancy between the Reliance and the black ship. Nice. Okay, yeah. You're close enough to probably be able to do that. Sure. <coughs> Natural 20. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so you steer this ship with ease, just catching the wind in these sails as you soar to the left around Nancy, putting her directly in between you and the giant ship approaching from the west. Tug, you're up. Um, I'm going to keep firing on Nancy. Um, what kind of shot? Uh, round shot. Still round shots? Okay. Not natural 20. That'll hit. God, 18. 18 damage. No, that's good. Okay, so 18 damage as this round shot now collides with the front of Nancy as you kind of turn this ship, um, totally immobilizing her. Um, as far as the hull, it looks extremely damaged in real bad shape. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, and it can't turn either. So what it's going to do is... Its heavy cannons are out of range, so it's just going to sit tight, and you hear a shot from the deck, just a simple round shot head in the Reliance's direction, and it misses as it just falls up short. In the chaos that's ensuing on that ship, uh, the whatever whoever is firing from that cannon is just discombobulated and can't seem to get a good shot off. At this point, the westernmost ship, this giant ship, is not changing its course. It is just barreling straight towards you. Um, even though Nancy is in between you and this ship, it is heading directly towards Nancy. And as it gets closer, you can see over Nancy that this giant iron squid is at its front. This giant giant squid ram is at its front. And it's about 50 feet from Nancy at this point in closing. The octopus continues to just wreak havoc on the top of this ship, it's Sally's ship, um, as you hear the screams of more pirates as it starts to take them out. Nice. 
uh, Eleanor and Sierra climb down from the crow's nest and head to the stern of the ship by um, Carl, where you're piloting the ship. And they each uh, and they take control of one of the cannons at the stern. And Eleanor loads up a shot and Sierra fires at Nancy, who is still and she rolls a natural one. So uh, the cannonball kind of Eleanor, as she's trying to load up this cannonball, drops it and it rolls on the deck and falls off the quarter deck um, and just kind of is rolling now haphazardly across the deck. Durf, you're up. So we have collectively perceived that the other ship is going to ram us, right? It's, it's going to ram. It's looking like it's going to ram Nancy without a care in the world. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run up to the um, to the uh, swivel cannons mm -hmm. and try and shoot some. Which ones are the ones that uh, hit the sails best? Chain shot. Yep. I'm going to try and try and blast that at their sails. See if I can slow them down, because I assume after they crash through. OK, um, Nancy, they're coming right at us. Yeah. And then let's so slow them down. That is a 17. Yeah, that'll hit. OK, so I do three D eight bludgeoning 11. Yeah, so your chain shot kind of soars through some of this rigging, taking out a, some of the ropes uh, just underneath the sails as it soars kind of like a little bit wide of the foremast. It rips a, rips apart some of those ropes, but it doesn't look like it did a whole lot of damage. Okay, Carl, you're up. Nancy's between us, and the mm -hmm. black ship is about how far away? Black ship's only about maybe 200 feet from you at, at current speed. So it's going to hit Nancy on its next turn, basically. It's looking like it, yep. All right, so what I kind of want to do is turn our ship mm -hmm. so that as it passes through Nancy, we are going to be as close as possible to the ship so that maybe on my next round I can attempt to board their ship. Oh, nice. So you're going to turn towards Nancy? Yes. I want to turn nice. back towards Nancy um, and just kind of in the large enough arc to ensure that they will hit Nancy before we do. They'll crash through. And as soon as they crash through, we are right there ready to board. All right. Roll that steer check. I like this. That's an 11. That'll hit. I mean, that'll that does it. You only need an eight. So you turn the reliance back towards Andre Dash and Mayo's ship and the entire crew prepares to board. I want to give a special shout out to our amazing $5 patrons, Jonathan Huff, William Martin, and his buddy Hugh Jars, Elemental.fm, Joshua Hebert from the Alignment Unclear podcast, Jack Mega, Noah Body, Nick Vukulich, Vitaly Vasilyuk, David Ginsberg from the Tales from the Fandom podcast, Connor Breeden, Joe Quickle from the Dad D&D podcast, Justin Jimenez, Adam Hoffling, Olivia Fumiati, Joshua Fieni, Jonathan Zeman, Jason Rittman, Jaquela, Joshua Motzinger, Nicole Chapin, Noah H., Marco Olofsson, and Ian Coughlin. You guys rock. Thank you so much.